0: for complete terms.
1: Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your daily podcast with all the notes, quotes and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team, the Charlotte Hornets. More often than not, originating from right down deep in the heart of the hive, Spectrum Center. I'm Sam Farber. My guest today, we've got Wes Robinson, Charlotte Hornets social media associate, kind enough to join us. And what a day we picked to have his debut as the Hornets get a win in New Orleans, one eighteen to one ten. They improved to four and five on the season, two and two on the road trip, and head home with some momentum. Wes, big big win for the Hornets.
2: Huge win. I mean, I'm very excited, just us as fans, but I'm very excited for the group because there's really no quit in these guys, and and they're showing it by pulling these big wins on the road. And I'm really proud of what James Borrego has put in place since he's got in Charlotte, basically painting the picture for fans to build on these pillars that he w- wants to work on with the young group and not really giving up on these guys. I know a lot of people would suggest a lot of different things that should happen in Charlotte, but I like James Borrego sticking with his guns with the young guys and making things work.
1: The philosophy certainly seems to be working right now. Let's go through some of the box score in this 118-110 to 110 win at New Orleans. One of the big stars, LaMelo Ball. Pelicans having to play defense a long time. Can the Hornets capitalize? Melo, step back, three is good. LaMelo Ball buries a three, makes it a five-point game. Lamelo's not exactly, you know, shooting the lights out just yet. He only was one for five from three, but he's making big shots. He's taking his shots confidently, and the numbers are there. The flow of the offense is there. And tonight, his first career double double, and he was an assist away from being the youngest player in NBA history to have a triple double. Still has basically this entire season because he's so young to top the record currently held by Markel Fultz.
2: I, I'm loving this kid more and more each game. It's very exciting to watch him watch and to watch him grow. I mean, he's just 19 years old, and Del Curry said it best. I know we, we were looking for him to have a triple-double. We didn't see it coming uh, within his first eight games. So, like you said, I think we're going to see more effort and performances like this down the line. Hey, we may be even counting five or six more triple-doubles this season. It's
1: it's certainly a, a possibility. And, and and you look at his role from when this road trip started, West to – where he is now. I mean, he got some extra minutes against Philadelphia because, quite frankly, you know the the game wasn't really in doubt, and getting the young man some extra experience was probably for the best. But you look at him now at the end of it; he's playing. Down the stretch, he's playing out there during the minutes where the team can't afford turnovers, they need clutch free throws, they need sound decision-making, and the 19-year-old is a part of the circle of trust, if you will, for James Borrego.
2: I think his production level is very great. I mean, uh, pretty much in every statistical category, he can do it all. I mean, if you need a a three-bucket, he's there. If you need for someone to push the pace up the floor to get assists and get guys involved, he's there. Rebounding, and he's also... Played great, well, great on the defensive end as well, averaging around 1.5 steals per game. So this kid can do it all for us down the stretch.
1: Yeah, he's top 20 in that category in the NBA as well. Uh, some of the supporting cast. 20 points from Miles Bridges, that's a season high. 17 from Devontae Graham, that's a season high to go with eight assists. The core of this team, even though they're not playing their best basketball yet, and most of us attribute best basketball to shooting the ball well, Bridges has been streaky at times. Devontae Graham got off to a slow start to begin the year, but the wins and the style of play is certainly there, Wes.
2: Definitely. I think James Borrego has put in place for these guys to just do your job. Every game you're going to have a, a new role. Every game pretty much we're going to look at a different guy who's going to be leading the, the scoring category, the, the assist category, and rebounds. But we have enough guys in place to be able to say, hey, if one night is not your night, then tonight is my night, and I'll help you guys out. And if I can't help one the scoring then and I'm going to help on the defensive side and rebounds as well.
1: Finally, there was Gordon Hayward, who only had four points in the first half, but ends up with 26, ends up playing a a big role, and again, someone that the team can look to for big shots. Rebound, LaMelo ball, and he'll hurry it up the floor. Hornets with numbers, gives to Hayward, three in transition. Yes! Count it! Three ball! Gordon Hayward, and the Hornets lead it by four. Another assist for LaMelo Ball, his ninth of the game. That is a career high, and Charlotte leads it 109-105. to I will go back to LaMelo Ball in a moment, but to have a Gordon Hayward, I I said during the broadcast, these are the moments that you're paying him what you're paying him for. It's not just the accumulation of stats. It's, It's the fourth quarter. It's a close game. We need a big shot. Who can we go to? And you've got an all-star there. You've got a superstar there that can handle that kind of load. And I I, I said it during the broadcast. I'll say it again. I think that is why he is worth the money to be the, the kind of superstar that he is. Because there's a lot of guys that can put 25 points on the board. Not to say that it's easy. But... But to come up with that kind of clutch shot, to put a team on your back, that's what makes Gordon Hayward special.
2: Absolutely. I mean, he's a great leader for the guys. He's always talking on the floor. He's not a guy that, that will pretty much just jack up shots in the game. He, he picks his spots on the floor where he's comfortable, and guys are able to find him, like Terry Rozier, Devontae Graham, and LaMelo Ball. When they're pushing the ball, they're looking for him down the stretch to make buckets, and he's making them. And now he's the fourth player in his 2010 NBA draft class to have 10,000 career points. And he's he's sitting amongst some good company with Paul George, DeMarcus Cousins, and John Wall. So he's showing the world that he can play with the best of them. And he's definitely back in all-star mode.
1: Yeah, back in the all-star mode. And just good to see him healthy and being able to lead a team. I, I'm sure at certain points of his recovery there, there had to be a doubt if he'd ever play in the NBA again at one point. And maybe if he'd ever be a, you know, a consistent starter or a contributor to a, a top-notch team. Uh, but to to get to the level of being the star of a team to be the number one option on a squad uh, that can come up with some big wins you know, that that's another level entirely. So good to see Gordon Hayward have that kind of moment. Going back, though, to the main attraction for this game, the reason why it was nationally televised, the Battle of the Ball Brothers. I think the box score speaks volumes. Uh, LaMelo Ball certainly seemed to win this matchup head-to-head with his brother in terms of the statistical analysis. Uh, you see, Mello nearly had a triple-double, Lonzo... Five points, two rebounds, three assists. It's a different style of play between the two teams, but I, I don't know what metric you can look at uh, outside of maybe the jump ball head-to-head that would say Alonzo had the better day against his little brother.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh well, you could... Definitely say the student taught the teacher today. He pretty much showed them everything that they've been growing up uh, playing together. And I think Nello was just focused more into the game. I love this kid's attitude. I mean, I know it was a big nationally televised game. I know they were pretty much were setting history together being the first top three picks, the uh, brothers to play against each other in the game. And I know his parents and everybody was excited, but he was more focused on what he can do on the floor. And I think his his game, regardless if it was against his brother or anybody else, I think he's become more relaxed. And now he's starting to have you know these games where he can have uh, big nights like this where it's a near triple-double. And I think it's only going to get higher for this kid down the line.
1: I will quote one of the great lyricists of our times, Lonzo Ball, from his hit single, his original, Mellow Ball 1. See my little brother. He's just doing him. You can check the gram. He got a million fans. Want a ball? That's just what it is. I'm the king. Little bro of prince. I think we have to amend it now, Wets. They're both kings now.
2: Absolutely. They're both kings right now. And it looks like uh, it's going to be like that for a minute.
1: And I promise that's the last time I'm going to attempt to read rap lyrics Uh on the Hornets <laughs> Hivecast, we got a lot more to talk about. We have got Wes Robinson, Charlotte Hornets social media associate. Want to talk more about this big win for the Hornets, one eighteen to one ten over the New Orleans Pelicans, getting them to a record of four and five. But uh, you know, the the Hornets look good out there. Look good, play good is uh, one of the sayings that we have out there, and uh, look good in the mint green city edition uniforms. And those are available to you right now. In fact, you can pick them up at the Spectrum Center hornets fan shop you can shop in store thursday to saturday 11 a.m to 3 p.m for all your hornets gear or from the comfort of your own home by visiting hornetsfanshop.com which happens to be open 24 7 every day of the week speaking with wes robinson today charlotte hornets social media associate on the back of a 118 to 110 victory for the Hornets getting their record to 4-5 and five overall, ending this road trip with a 2-2 two and two record. And when you look at this team, the overall record, the road trip record, when you factor in that the two losses, or in the case of the overall record, two of the losses are against the team with the best record in the Eastern Conference that I believe is playing better than anyone in the Eastern Conference, the Philadelphia 76ers, that's a huge feather in your cap. I mean, I, I think if you played anyone else... One of those is possibly a win, and right now you're looking at a Hornets team with a winning record.
2: Absolutely. I think uh, through those losses, I think we, I don't even want to really call them losses. Right? I want to call them lessons because I think they, they pretty much pulled something from those games, and I think that's helping them down the line to pick up these kind of wins. And they're picking up huge wins. I mean, the, the tough road win in Dallas and then one hitter here in New Orleans and then beating a Brooklyn team, uh, who have, who brought back two superstars in Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. These guys are taking their losses and turning them into the lessons, and now we're turning those lessons into wins.
1: The, the lessons are well-learned, Wesson, and you're seeing the effects of it in how they're coming away with these wins. Uh, in particular, the last two coming in very different fashion, the one against Atlanta, they build up a huge lead, see it disappear, and then have the resolve to bounce back and regain the advantage and take home the win. And then last night against New Orleans, it's a game that they're pretty much out of at one point in the second quarter. They fight their way back to you know keeping the margin respectable, and then they close the gap in the fourth quarter and take away the win. Head coach James Borrego talked about it after the game.
0: I give our guys a ton of credit. I would say this is a resilient win to fight back from being down 18, not, not being able to shoot the ball well. Again, they were making shots. We were not. I thought we got some good looks. They were making some contested threes, but we believe over time our our system and our style will win out. And it turned for us. The ball started going in the hoop. The ball movement was there. Third quarter was huge for us. You know, we got hot there. We just knew it was a matter of time. Just kept talking about stay with it. Give our guys a ton of credit
1: for staying it. Wes, I didn't have the luxury of being here last year to see how the Hornets were played, but I can read the stat column and pace of play was not a strong suit for the Hornets. James Borrego seems to finally have the plethora of talent on his team best suited to play the style of play that he has wanted to here in the Queen City.
2: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, now he's he he has the equipment. Of everything that he wanted in position to what his system is in place for, now he has that with those guys, and I think it's very tough to beat a Charlotte team with uh, pretty much three guys who can push the ball up the floor and can shoot from a perimeter range, and Devonte, Terry, and Lamelo, and then you add in guys like Gordon Hayward, and then uh, you have Miles Bridges who can pretty much clean off the glass and also can stretch the floor as well. And with last season, I think James Borrego is pretty much trying to figure out, you know, his young guys in the sea who can pretty much uh, work in his system and, there, and no sleeper on the, um, the Martin twins as well. Taylor and Co- Cody come in and at prominent minutes coming in and contributing as well. They can do the same just like everybody else. So it's pretty much a nonstop, constant, quick, fast pace, great outside shooting, crashing the boards and having a uh, good success on a defensive end as well.
1: Well, the boards was, was a revelation because this was the number one rebounding team in the NBA. Number 1 in the NBA. No team in the association more likely, if you're to throw up the ball off the rim, to come down with it than the New Orleans Pelicans. And the Hornets had 26 second-chance points, Wes. I, I mean, the, 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 the Brooklyn game, I was surprised that the Hornets did so well on the glass. I should have learned my lesson. I clearly did not because they went and did it again.
2: Yeah, I mean, it just shows you, like, how these guys are pretty much working. And mind you, we're missing one of our uh, key guys in Cody Zeller. So to have that kind of performance against the number one rebounding team shows you that everybody is, is pushing, putting in the effort of following their shot. And you've seen that uh, plenty of times tonight when Miles Bridges was shooting three. These guys are rushing straight to the basket and getting up quick shots. And that's, that's what it's going to take to win the game. You're pretty much going to have to look and scale the floor and see – what can I do with, with my time? I'm not going to be able to, uh, everybody's not going to be able to contribute with 30 points a game or 10 assists, but you can add to a statistical category to give Charlotte an edge in each and every game, and I think we've been seeing that in these four ones. The
1: other wrinkle we've seen with the lineup is the emergence of the three-guard look featuring Graham, Rozier, and Ball, and Coach Borrego talked about that one as well after the contest.
0: I got the reactions. I liked it. Ball was moving. I know we were finding some good looks there. Those three guys can all shoot the ball, playmate. I keep saying that, but we have to rebound and we have to defend with that group. And they did that. You know, if we can get stops with that group, get out, run, play with pace, play first side, second side, that's pretty tough to to defend. So I like it. You know, I think all three guys were very important in this win tonight. The more I can have them on the floor together at times, and it makes sense,
1: the better for us. Wes, this is the challenge because it is. Still a game dominated by big people. And with Rozier and Graham and Ball on the floor, Ball rebounds very well. But if you're matching him up with a small forward... I don't doubt the kid's heart at all, or his willingness, or want to, or his skill. But I just have a feeling if you put him against Miles Bridges, someone on his own team in a rebounding competition, Miles should win that. So that that's the danger of playing the three guard mix. The benefit is what we saw yesterday: that constant flow on offense and the the ease with which they share the basketball and find the open man.
2: Yes, and I, and pretty much all James Varego has been talking about this, and he's the scale in the league. Uh, since he's been in his since he's been in Charlotte, pretty much understanding that the league is now changing from a big man position to a guard position. But you are right; I, I really can't bet my money on uh, Melo getting many of those rebounds from a guy like Miles Bridges. But I can count on the fact that every time the rebound goes up, I know that that kid is going to make an effort every time. And it seemed like it's working for him in the rebounding category; that he's always there, on, uh, pretty much going after the ball, going for loose balls. The kid is willing to throw his body out there and sacrifice anything to make sure that Charlotte has a great possession or to get some effort out of him despite some struggles from shooting. And um, it's also going to work in their favor playing against uh, three guards like that. And uh, there's always an old saying saying, um, if it's not broke, then do will fix it. And I think it's working right now, right well for Charlotte with Devontae Graham coming in almost for eight or nine assists a game. Uh, despite his struggles from shooting from outside, but I think it's start the game is starting to slow down and come back to him. And Terry Rozier is still being Terry, doing what he's doing, uh, scoring every single night and contributing big shots down the line in the second half as well. And Lonzo Ball, being who he is, I think the guy just like his brother Lonzo said in the interview that this kid is just fun and he's playing free. And if it's, if it's not broke, then don't fix it.
1: I like that saying, and it's a good segue to our third and final segment because it's already game day again, West, The Hornets are taking on the Atlanta Hawks, and we're going to have to preview that one. Before we do, want to encourage everyone to tune in and watch every Hornets game live on Fox Sports Southeast as well as the Fox Sports Go app. Or, of course, you can listen on WFNZ and the Hornets mobile app. Hornets are 4-5 and five and finally back home. They'll be at the Hive Spectrum Center to host the Atlanta Hawks. And you said it, Wes uh, Robinson, our guest today, Charlotte Hornets' social media associate, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Sometimes, uh, well, a lot of times, I feel that's the right strategy, but sometimes in sports, particularly when you're playing a good opponent, the hesitancy to adjust can allow the opponent the upper hand. We see it all the time in a a lot of sports. Unless there is a wide disparity between the two teams, if you give another side a chance to make those adjustments and you don't adjust yourself, uh, sometimes things can go the other way. The Hawks will certainly be hungry. They did not have to play yesterday. They got a couple days off to wait for the Hornets and Queen City to, uh, to come to Spectrum Center, so uh, I don't know how much home court advantage that's necessarily going to be without the crowd and without the rest, but the Hornets do have the benefit of of having had a recent win over Atlanta. What are your thoughts heading into tonight's game?
2: Well, I'll, my first thought was, well, my first thought is, well, we're not going to see probably not another 40-point game from Gordon Hayward, but I know that with, in that last game, Miles Bridges only scored two points. So it seemed like he found his rhythm a little bit on his, on his road trip um, going into New Orleans. So hopefully he's able to carry that over. Pretty much, I mean, the balance scoring that we had tonight, I mean, back-to-backs are really tough, especially coming from, coming off the road and going into Charlotte. But I think these guys playing the way they, they did last night, I think they're learning more about themselves and where they can contribute. And pretty much, I mean, you're not going to be able to hold Trey, Trey Young to seven points. But if these guys can play the same way they did tonight and pull a lot of the, the rebounders to statistical categories and the defensive efforts that they've had in this road trip, I think they'll be fine.
1: Yeah, don't think you can count on Gordon Hayward to post 44. Don't think you can count on Trey Young to be held to just seven. Uh, But somewhere in the middle lies uh, the recipe for success. Gordon Hayward, the the back half of this road trip was just outstanding. I said it before, I'll say it again. This is why he is the superstar he is. This is why he's worth the kind of of money, quite frankly, in his contract that he is. It's not just the accumulation of stats. It's when and where he's able to lead this team. Uh, Defensively is where I thought they won the game against Atlanta. The game plan was just outstanding against Trey Young, but with a player of that talent, If it was that easy to game plan against him, he wouldn't be an all-star. You know he's going to adjust. He's going to push things a little bit more. Where do you want to see the Hornets make their adjustment to avoid Trey Young from going off and maybe fix some of the things that didn't go exactly right, like, say, I don't know, Clint Capella nearly having 30 rebounds in a game?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, pretty much, uh, you know, uh, definitely preventing that. But getting out to a fast start like they did, I think they really shocked Atlanta in the first quarter pretty much not knowing that they were going to come out to a 20 27, 11 lead. So being able to jump out early on them and to show them that they're going to control the tempo and the pace of that game. I think that's where they could pretty much help. And they're going to, they're going to have to crash the boards. I mean, like I said, take a lot of these efforts that they have against new Orleans. I don't think it's going to get any worse than what they had to face with um, uh, Stephen Adams and the Zion Williamson and so much of other guys that they have on that team. So pretty much, Everybody doing their job and finding out ways that they can contribute on the floor. I think they'll be okay with Atlanta.
1: He's Wes Robinson, Charlotte Hornets social media associate. He's got a great backstory. Great, if we're talking comic book heroes, great origin story to his path to the Hornets. <laughs> it being a back-to-back uh, situation it's a little tough to get into the personal side, but Wes is in the rotation now. So all you Wes Robinson fans, don't worry. We will have him back. We will have him to talk about you know his origin story with Charlotte professional basketball, I have to say Charlotte, because it wasn't always Hornets when he was watching it, and all the great games he's seen and now being a part of the organization. So I promise we will have him back. But, Wes, thanks for a great debut. And, hey, you, you were penciled in before they won. So this clearly is not just you coming in and stealing a victory. Uh, you are you are definitely good luck. You are 1-0 here on the Hornets Hivecast.
2: Hey, I guess you can call me a good luck charm. I think these uh, maybe you should have me on for the next 60 games.
1: Uh, Hey, if it's 60 wins, you're in. 60 wins and he's in. All right, we'll we'll, we'll talk to the rest of the staff, and uh, we'll make it Wes is on until he loses. Uh, Wes Robinson, Charlotte Hornets, social media associate. Thanks so much for joining us here tonight. And thanks as well to all of you, the fans, for tuning in and supporting the Hornets Hivecast. I'm Sam Farber. It has been a pleasure and a privilege. Hornets win last night, 118-110. to And we'll have another podcast up tomorrow, breaking down tonight's game against the Atlanta Hawks.